This is about you, me, we, and our untapped potential. This is the huge upside. So everyone, welcome back. As usual, Mikhail from the huge upside. How's everybody doing? Yeah. Thank Mikhail you for coming from back. The huge upside. Oh my God. He just you just destroyed my cover, bro. I was about to give this wonderful intro of you. <laughs> On the other side of the world is Jay Wolf. That was that voice, by the way. Hey, man, thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, of course. I I really am happy to be here, man. Really? I, I mean, uh, I have to ask, like, uh, is this your first? Or my you first been on other parts? Or oh, been on like yeah. other podcasts, like. Uh, this is my first one, like by myself. I was I was oh, on one, cool. um, I think like a couple of years ago. So I'm definitely new at this. I'm I'm happy. Oh, yeah. I'm happy to be here, though. Yeah, it's cool, right? Like, um, I oh, in what I do, like what we usually do here, this genre of media is like so n novel in the Philippines, bro. And you know, it's mm. like. It's like we're giving people their firsts every time like they hop on the show like i get to be like the guy or you know we get to be the platform to give people their first experiences and it's such a such an honor man and you know um even uh, we've had like your guy pizza over and even even, even him have to like ask to be here like who are we i always I always play this gratitude game, man, and uh, just want to extend my gratitude to you, bro. Um, thanks for uh, ac for accepting our invitation. You know, we our plan is like to talk to every one of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to get the whole set, the whole collection. Oh, for sh oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, I, sure. I respect that. I mean, yeah. Thank you so much for for having me. And like, yeah, uh, I, I saw the. Um, the episode you did with with Pizza Palace, uh, Lewis, and I saw Lewis. the interview you did. Um, I saw a bit of the interview you did with uh, Trescoda, and I think uh, oh, Danny that was dude. on there. As Have well. you met him in person though? You've been in the Philippines, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was. I was just in the the Philippines. I got to meet him. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. So yeah, chill. Uh, you have really great conversations, and it's just a great vibe. I'm happy to be here. I oh, think I said that man. like three times, but it's true. Oh sure, like please flatter us more. Like we need, we need that. <laughs> Actually, like bro, like what we do, I mean, um, it's seriously not a normal thing around these parts. Like, mm, speak I on mean, that. we don't want to get validated every time. Like it's not about the validation or the credit, but it's such a it's such a good thing to hear every now and then. Like people get that kind of reaction, you know? Um, yeah. The dominant genre still in the Philippines is um, is still YouTube, and right now TikTok is just killing everyone. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's like uh, that over in the US too. TikTok is really? taking over. I mean, yes. it, it already kind of has. Ah, uh, it's funny. Like, I thought they banned that over there. They, they, they. You saying they banned TikTok? Yeah. No, definitely not. No, <laughs> I, I can't. I was, it's like a like seven thirty right now in the morning, and uh, before uh, I hopped on this, I was on TikTok for a bit. So, oh, cool! <laughs> definitely not I, banned. 
like uh, how how's your behavior on TikTok though? Like you you doing your own your own content or like you just a steady consumer? Uh, I'm in the process, uh, and we can obviously like, like speak on this more later. But I'm like still a, a relatively new artist. Like I'm still within like the first yeah. year of me putting out uh music with my own um like voice on it and stuff like that. Uh. But yeah, right now I'm 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 mostly a consumer. But I've been um I've been making some content that I'm like pretty happy with. Right? You know, it's, it's tough to imagine like uh like five almost five years ago or ten years ago, we just viewed this device as just a communication tool and, and now you can just basically do everything with it, you know. Yeah, you can really do anything with it. Uh for good and bad, you know? Uh yeah. The pros and cons. Uh, you did yeah. mention that you're just new into this uh, artist life. Uh, mm. if, I, if I'm not wrong, is that seven years? You're in seven. I'm sorry, seven months. You're you're, or more than that. Uh, I think yeah. Uh, whatever last Ju- like June 2022 is that is like when uh, my first single with Cookies came out, and that was like that marked the whole era that I'm in right now. <laughs> Yeah, I know sacrifices back then. Yeah, can't, can't seem to stop, huh? <laughs> yeah, I just I, I I love making music, and I was doing it before. I was doing like production right. for other people, but uh, you know, it feels good to let myself be heard and to express myself in this way. Oh, for sure. Uh, I gotta ask. So you've been, but you you've entertained the thought of music since how old were you around this time? Um, like, I, I think it has to be like nine or 10 years old. Like, I think that ever since I was, uh, well, okay. I have like a weird relationship with music. Let me tell you this. So I was not, I have like a very traditional parents, you know, and obviously. Oh my God. All right. We need to talk about this, bro. We seriously need to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like uh, obviously like different levels and different definitions depending on where you live, what your situation is. But uh, one of the ways it like manifested for me was um, like I wasn't allowed to listen to music that wasn't classical uh, for the first uh, like decade of my life. So I I wasn't uh, really exposed to many different types of music. I was just listening to, you know, uh, not opera, but like symphonies and you know oh, classical Beethoven pieces. Beethoven stuff or what? Yeah, Beethoven stuff, uh, Bach, um, Mozart. Yeah, all, all the all the classics. Um, and I do think that that has given me like uh, an ability to hear out melodies and stuff, and to think of things on the spot. Yeah, which those things come in handy, man. Yeah, for sure. But uh, it definitely, uh, I think the first song that I really attribute my uh like love for music is the song dynamite by teo cruz i'm not sure if you're familiar with that it was oh, yeah a, yeah it was a, a yeah. big hit up, and when i heard that song. song yeah yeah upbeat song uh definitely no classical instruments in that so it was it was very um yeah it was very new uh and from there i just started uh like consuming as much music as I can. So I was just a music fan for like the, like 
two well i'm a music fan still but i was just straight consuming music for like two years and it wasn't until i found like k-pop that i started thinking whoa there's like other asian people that are making music and doing it well and that okay, kind so of you were you uh you were in this kind of bubble though of classical music and for you there 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 existed nothing outside of this yeah i mean i i think like it's unavoidable right like you might hear a song on the radio and stuff but it would always be like the channel would always be switched from that you know in the right. house there's only played like a certain type of music so um yeah it's it's not that i didn't know there were other types of music it's just okay. i wasn't uh like really actively exposed to anything besides that but there's but, but there's nothing like it right like you know um you become a historian yourself like oh man i gotta get more i gotta listen to more of these like yeah know. i mean imagine listening to you know like old school eminem hopping straight yeah. from uh you know listening to a, a bach composition you know it's, it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely a culture shock oh definitely i mean i think the world is five about like three to five years ago because you know um i think the current uh culture of society is hip-hop i mean who would have thought oh yeah it's like uh oh what was that over it just took over right like hip-hop yeah. just took over everything yeah i mean uh it's definitely like the the it's the culture right now you know i mean i yeah. think it's been the culture for a long time but now uh you know over it's the last <laughs> yeah it's it's because uh, money money is backing it um like right. brands are backing it fans are backing it i think it's i could be wrong i think it's like the number one sold uh genre in the world or at least in the u.s it's, it's just it's huge it's huge I, I i don't think you're speculating on that one i think it's a fact it's a hundred percent fact like it just took over everything and i don't know for how long hip-hop can hold it down though because you know what they say like uh hip-hop used to be the devil's music and uh it's uh predecessor i think before that like it was like rock and, yeah they're always saying the new stuff is you know gonna rock yeah. people's brains so, uh, uh what's on what's on the radar right now like any existing music that everybody deems like shit that fucking sucks or that's taboo like, i'm never listening to that or i'll never <laughs> in my life like play that uh, I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't, I don't really listen to too much radio. I, I'm listening right. to Spotify mostly. So, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm streaming most of my music. I think I think most people are, at least younger people are. Right. Yeah, but that's weird, though, because it, it's Spotify's fault, bro. All of these, like, you know, um, Spotify was just. They just they actually started this uh shuffle kind of um playlist, right? They just feed you songs after songs and then it suddenly just becomes like a fast food. And then if you don't like a song, you could just skip and then they suggest you different genres until like your friend's playlist will end up in your on your phone. Like it's just so it's so funny uh how how spot I mean platforms like that just change the whole narrative of music and uh i don't know who who's gonna take over uh hip-hop is it going to evolve like how how is it going to evolve or 
Well, K-pop, I, I K-pop think that, take like, over though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that you know, in many cases, I'm definitely against like the concept of things becoming like you know fast fashion or like like fast food, you know, where it yeah. becomes just very easily accessible. But I do think that you know, aside from it becoming like music that is made specifically for streaming or music that's made specifically for TikTok, which I don't think there's like too too much of, at least not that I listen to. I kind of like. I think that streaming is good. You know, like, uh, um, like these platforms like Spotify, they like personalize things. You know, they they make it so uh, you know you can find artists that you may have never heard if you know right. you were just stuck listening to the radio or stuck listening to CDs and stuff. So yeah, I mean, I've I, I've discovered probably hundreds and hundreds of artists just through Spotify alone, the algorithm and stuff like that. Sure, yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's, it's it's potentially like scary like yeah it's a it's a a rabbit hole of a playlist and then another rabbit hole of a playlist and then it just just doesn't stop right like the ability of people to just like pin songs to their playlist and then discover people's uh preferences too like oh you shit like i didn't know m listened to this or (laughs) that stuff oh what, what what are you listening to right now? Me? I have to be honest, like I have I have no preference right now, bro. And I don't I'm I to be honest, I I, I don't even I'm not even an OG hip hop fan. It just so happens like most of the folks I talk to today are like into hip hop and stuff. And I kinda see that the what I do is kind of parallel to hip hop, bro. Mm, you know, speaking uh, of that. Yeah, this genre of podcasting because yeah, of course you gotta hustle, you gotta put shit out there, you know, like do the content, talk to people, get rejected, and all that. But uh, I kind of realized uh, later on that I think uh, it's not just hip hop; it's a uh, music. Um, mm. What we do is parallel to music, and my music of late, what I listen to, uh, I, I don't think this will come off as a surprise. Uh, it's all podcasts, bro. Like uh, that's mm. music in my ears now. Like I just have this strange addiction to listening to people talk, and um, I, I think I have a natural ability to like absorb information, auditory information. Because uh, I, I, are you I, are you a fan of books? You like reading and stuff? I, I wish I, I wish I read more. My my right. girlfriend loves reading. She keeps trying to get me into it. It's it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. I read right. a lot uh, as a kid, but I think like school and stuff took a lot of that love away from me. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's the thing too. Like, um, it should it should be something that you love. Yeah, reading should be fostered as something as a passion. I have a passion for reading. Yeah. But uh, I guess what. For uh, yeah, we can talk about school later too. Uh, and it, it's it's just uh, there's something wrong with that system though. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, and even like, even folks who are successful in hip hop, they didn't even go to school for hip hop. Like you know th- these things you learn mm. in the streets, like the at act the actual life. You know, like school of life. Right. Yeah. There's there's definitely a lot of ways to get a, an education. True. Um, that's where where I get my education a lot too. Like, um, but it, it I have to say like um, it's a bubble too, and it's definitely 
good to be like um, flexible and diversify where you get your information from. I also like, I mean, the visual pull is so strong. Like, I, I we consume a lot of YouTube too, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like decent that. amount. Yeah, how, how old are you, bro? I'm 22. Oh shit, you're so young, man. Whoa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I just got out. Like when uh, uh, sacrifices came out, and I, I can tell the story later. But when sacrifices came out, please do. Uh, uh, what? What was that? Please do. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well. So I was in um, uh, like my senior year of uh, college, right? Um, and I was, I had no idea what I was gonna do, you know, when I, when I got out. I was applying to jobs and, and different internships and stuff like that. And right. nothing was uh, really panning out. I was getting some leads and I was like, okay, I guess this is kind of, you know, where things are going uh, after college. I was making music like the entire time uh, kind of obsessively, um, which I think is important, kind of touching on what you were True. saying before. Uh, yeah. You, you you know, all, all you listen to is podcasts. I think that's like super kind of valid. If you're wanting to make, you know, like the best podcast, you need to learn all the time, you know? So, yeah, uh, in like my last year of college, we were uh, back in person, you know, after all the lockdown stuff. And I, I was kind of still in lockdown in my mind. You know, I was just still in my room, just like making music all the time, uh, either making beats, making songs, demos, reaching out to people. And um, it got to this point where I, uh, I was working with Cookies, right? We were working like- Yeah, how did you, you and Cookies hook up? Like- Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's it, got to be a story, though, because we get so we can clip this and tag him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, uh, Cookies is a legend already. You know, he, he's he's a a, a, a great dude. Um, the way that we met was uh, honestly like pretty lucky, you know, like it was completely fortunate. Really? Uh, we met through this um, online festival that we were both like taking part in. This was before Sabak Daddy, so he was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was his way before, and we just um, my set or I was part of this uh, production group, and our set was right before uh, his. his. Right. So uh, we were in this live stream, and he was uh, just watching our set, and afterwards he DMs me and. It's like, oh, your set was, was super cool. Uh, right. Did you produce these songs? And I was like, yeah, I, I produced uh, just about Fire. all of them, uh, most of them. And um, yeah, and he was like, we, we need to work. You need to send me a pack right now. And I was like, okay. So I sent him a pack of, I think, like 12 beats. And oh, he uh, he liked like eight of them. And I was like, oh, that, that's, that's, a good, that's a good amount. So, um, yeah, so we we hopped into Discord, right? The bake, the bake Shop Studios. Well, this is the thing. He didn't have the Bake Shop yet. It was, his, yet. First, oh. nah, it was his first time downloading Discord. Oh, so cool. I was there. Whose channel, like, whose channel was this? We, we just made like a, a group, just me and oh, me. Okay, and cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and basically, like I was there the first day the Bake Shop got born because oh, uh, it was right after he... 
uh got discord that he wanted to like set up his own uh you know community on there and that's how you know everything got started but uh as soon as we hop in like our session our virtual zoom session because at this point he was in atlanta uh he was like yo i really like your beats but uh this dude lewis just sent me a beat and like it goes so crazy we need to make something on it i was like Oh man, okay, like that, that's fine. Because at this point, uh, I was just, did, you, did you and Lewis know know each other at this point? No, I no, I, I didn't know. Oh Lewis shoot! Yeah, yeah. So this was like this was like a a, a point where like everything oh kind of started to come together. So unbeknownst to me, uh, this Lewis uh, produced uh, Pizza Palace produced track. Uh, it was like uh, it was great. And at that point, I had not put my vocals on like uh, anything really. Like, I had made a few demos and stuff, but um, basically, I uh, started writing for him. I started uh, like uh, I started not for him, but I started like coming up with ideas for the track. Um, and I came up with this hook. I was like, "Oh, you know, like I do everything that I can." I was like, "Oh, there's like a uh, there's something here, right?" And yeah. I just sent him like a vocal demo of me. Uh, seeing it and he was like yo like this is this is really fire like you should uh you should you should sing it and i was like what i've never done anything uh, like this before so i was and like he never okay. heard you sing yet no nah, he That's hadn't heard me sing until that very moment most people hadn't really heard me sing up until that moment so that was literally the first song that we made together and uh from there uh, we bump, bro yeah like, like it, it just thousand streams Spotify. I, I i i can't believe it yeah it's at like four hundred thousand, and it was literally the first song that we ever made together it's it's nuts wow yeah i, I got a um i got a segue i, I just, i'm just gonna hit off on a tangent here yeah for sure uh having you like i i, I bet like are you used to like um having a lot of people like appreciating your songs before before you met cookies though i mean before i met cookies i was i had like put out a few demos you know right. i put out a, a few things just out there uh when i was feeling like confident <laughs> or like when i was feeling yeah. like oh uh, you know i i, I want to share these um because i like I, I mentioned before i was doing mostly production and right. stuff so yeah, so when I put my vocals on stuff, it was a, a big moment for me. Um, right. And so, yeah, like, at that point, not too many people had heard uh, what I was doing. But, yeah, I think it was, like, a generally good reception. I think that's yeah. something that, like, also pushed me forward was that. Yeah, because yeah, these, these uh, I'm not sure, man, because that's why I'm so curious because I'm not an artist. So, mm. Well, you're an artist. You're an artist in, in your own in way. Like, in my own is, right, right. Yeah. yeah. This is your your art form, bro. Thanks, man. But I'm not like a hip hop artist or a producer of sorts. But um, I I kind of very curious. Like when when an artist blows up, and then you get these crazy numbers, right? Does yeah. It mess with this mess with your head. Um, no, <laughs> like not at all. At, at least I mean. Uh, maybe the best people to ask are the people around me, but I, I don't think so right. at all. Like, yeah. I, I think just in terms of, uh, I think it's because I don't 
believe I'm I'm still so new, right? Like yeah, Sacrifice yeah, yeah. just came out literally literally like eight months ago or something like that. So it's like when I really think about it and when I really like uh look at things, it's like I still have my own mark to make, you know? Like right. I had these singles that are doing well. I had this project that's like uh doing really well. It's like close to hitting like a million streams or something like that. And yeah. I have like so many people to thank along the way, like cookies, pizza sure. palace, uh, you know, a, a lot of people. Uh, and I really think that I, I still have so much more to do. You know, I'm, I'm sure. I still, I still have like to develop myself as an artist. I still have my own like statements I yeah. want to make. So uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I think I'm, I'm still hungry for it. You're, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough. Cause you know, um, a lot of, a lot of folks when they when they get those outrageous numbers like it it just transforms them you know yeah um uh judging by you like i have like this is our first time to like even like hop on a podcast like what we'll, we'll be doing like dming each other let's <laughs> say yeah yeah, yeah liking each other's DMs. stories but um i'll uh i'm not a good judge of character but you know um uh, I, I don't think these numbers will um, bother you at all. Uh, it's just so strange that I'm so I'm so weirded out by uh, people's reactions because we live in a in an age where um, it's a it's a so it's a social media age, like you know, like everybody yeah. gets you're you're everybody's out in the public, you know, like whether you like it or not, like people are just going to uh, people have the confidence to like or dislike or leave negative comments on on, mm. on on your profile picture or something you post and you know like so, some folks uh, I'm, I'm guilty of this um uh some folks such as myself or others like i like me like uh numbers miss 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 really like fuck with my head you know mm. um i've had to like um have uh sit myself down and like really talk myself out of it like um, plus distractions help, um, really, because these are wild numbers, bro. What a way! What an introduction to your your singing career. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, is that I'm comfortable with the fact that it might be a long time before I see numbers again. You know, like right. like it, yeah. You know, like it's it's all it's all uh, subjective. You know, I could put and, out. And that's why that's why I ask you though, because. You know, yeah. um, uh, it's it's that's why I appreciate the grind. You know, starting yeah. with zero, and um, people are gonna celebrate when you hit the one million mark or a one million mm -hmm. milestone. Like, full, like I've been doing this all my life. Like, I don't mm -hmm. even ce celebrate anymore. But um, when you're handed this kind of success early on, whether it's uh, your passion, like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, kudos to you. Like, you weathered it though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like we put together this project and uh, we put a lot of effort into all of these songs. And then, you know, uh, it, it, it was a great experience, you know, I, I had a great time with it. Yeah, rightfully so. Where were we? So uh, a quick question, though, I'm, I'm, I'm really bad with uh, I think I made a I made a huge mistake. Uh, like I'm I'm. Lately, I find myself slipping, 
and mm. I actually don't do my research. Like I mm. should be the I should be the human serviette, you know, like a Nardwar kind of. Yeah, Nardwar type. Yeah. Yeah, but um, lately though, I think I made a big mistake. Like I, I haven't done my actual research on pizza, and I actually mm. all this time thought he was Filipino, you know. And, oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you also give off those vibes, bro. Um, but uh, I'm really curious. Like, uh, I don't know if this is offensive kind of thing uh, where Not you're from. You. Like to ask like what your nationality is, but um. Here in the Philippines, man, I don't know if it's racist or something to like. We get mm. really curious if it's people from outside the country. Like, oh, where's he yeah. from? Like, oh, 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 he looks good or she looks good. Like, I want my children to look like that. You know, like mm -hmm. we get fascinated by other nationalities. So that's why, like, I think this is where my curiosity comes in. Like, uh, oh, you're Asian for sure. Like, where, where, what's your origin, bro? Like, uh, where to your roots? Yeah, I'm just I'm just half Korean. Uh, oh. that, that's it. Yeah, like uh, not same as Pizza Palace because I, I don't think he's half, but his origin is also from Korea. So right. yeah, yeah, just half half Korean. Are you getting a lot of love from the Korean demographic though? Like, oh my God, it's it's, it's uh, <laughs> Jay Wolf. Oh, uh, he's gonna redefine K-pop. <laughs> Yeah, I, I haven't uh, uh, made my move out to uh, Korea or anything yet. Uh, so we'll see. But I mean, like, yeah, uh, K-pop in that area is kind of a big place of where uh, I all, I started with this all. So, like, yeah, that would be great. That would be super cool. Right. The tour. Have, have you have you have you been on a physical tour already? Like, have you guys toured? Well, it's crazy because uh, when I went to the Philippines uh, to like back in um, uh, October of last year or November of last year, one of the two, uh, I was supposed to uh, like uh, go visit Mike Swift and uh, uh, Pizza Palace on tour. Didn't he invite you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Like we, yeah, we were, uh, we were supposed to, uh, visit uh with him and he was coming down to do a show with uh cookies and a few other artists and so i went to visit cookies and the bake shop and you know visit that area um but then uh, it was around that time that like a, a typhoon hit uh oh. yeah it, yeah I, yeah i think i remember this yeah yeah that's crazy that you're saying you think you're like like oh was there a typhoon or wasn't there because that would be a huge deal here. Like when, when I first went to the Philippines and there was a typhoon, I didn't know how to act. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. I mean, on, on, on behalf of the the Filipinos, bro, like we, I feel bad for it. Cause you know, we, you know, as a, like, we're like really hospitable. Mm, yeah. These parts, like we love visitors. Like, like, I don't know, man, there's just something in the, in this culture. Like we just love to see, like we call them Dayo. Like mm. you come, you can visit us. But it's just something when you have a visitor, and uh, just that sucks to have like a, your first visit, your first experience to have like a freaking typhoon. And they get really bad here too. Um, we mm. get them like once or twice, at least a year. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, uh, it, it was it was still a, a wonderful visit. I mean, yeah, the hospitality yeah. was was definitely like shown there. I mean. 
Uh, and yeah, I was just going to the studio, the bake shop studio, like, and back to my uh, the place I was staying, like, back and forth, back and forth. To Cebu, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm trying to go back, uh, like, ASAP. Uh, there, so, like, following up on what I was saying, I couldn't go on any tours because a lot of the shows or the flights and stuff, they kept on getting canceled. Right. So, yeah, but uh, I'm trying to go back, uh, you know, if, if anyone is touring in the Philippines, I'm trying to oh. hop on. <laughs> yeah, um, I have cookies. It's, uh, it's really on a roll right now. Like um, doing shows here and there, like it's all I ever see. They keep dropping content after content after content. Yeah, that 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 something. dude is is something else. He 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 goes really hard with his shows, and yeah, he's really on top of his content. It's it's inspiring for sure. Uh, what he's able to assemble though, that the bake shop studios, mm. what started as something like a Discord channel. Yeah, just really the the way it manifested in the physical form, bro. It's uh, gotta be like, uh, you must be on some different level type of shit to to be able to like get these people together, you know, and not just yeah. ordinary folks, like real talented people too, like in their own right, you know, probably given a certain maybe a moment in time could be their own version of a cookies themselves. Like, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's definitely, it looks like he's cultivating this like next generation, which yeah. is super dope. I mean, he means, I got he to meet. So what was that? He means so much to us. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he really, you know, cares about community and uh, about the people that he, he works with. And, um, yeah, it's, it's 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 really cool to see. I got to meet a lot of the bake shop members uh, when I and I'm working with a lot of them now. It's just it's a great right. community that that's crazy, man. You still get to do their thing, like you know, even like just virtually. Got technology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's because I started uh, like through Discord and stuff. That it's like honestly one of the most comfortable methods for me, which is like, oh. yeah. I just I I like um like talking with people online. I like uh, um, working with people online. Like it's, it's, it's comfortable. So Some this people is, don't find it comfortable. Really? How so? Well, because a lot of people, especially in music, they want that, like that physical, like, Oh, we're in the studio together, right. you know, like, like, so. bouncing off ideas. But I like, I like that too. I've been to a few uh, sessions, but I'm okay with, you know, I think that yeah. we can get this our kind of setup. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, would you would you attribute that though to like obviously the generation you're in? Like, mm. um, you you would call yourself a Gen Z, right? I think I think I'm like on the tail end of that for sure. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah. Um, you guys are like so well versed with technology, like so insane. Like you you come into you're fresh off from school or you, like you guys are well equipped for this world like you know um i'm i'm old bro like i'm i'm in my 30s i'm in my oh, mid 30s that's oh well first of all second of all you look great like you look healthy. oh for sure thanks man like I, I try i try i really try to keep keep in tip-top shape you know like i yeah. i punish myself in my workouts i really try but you know you can only do so much and you know what well, well, I'm, I'm trying to do this podcast at the same thing it's tough to balance that and plus mm. you know work-life balance and all that stuff but um 
where was I before we hit off hit off on that tangent? Um, yeah, you're a Gen Z yourself. Mm. Um, you're so well versed with the you. You guys are so well equipped. You know, like um, like our generation, the millennials, like uh, we just we're so envious of um your you got your ability, the ability of the Gen Z to be just so digitally savvy, man. Like there's nothing like it. Like we have to hire, like for me, like uh I have to like collaborate with a videographer. I have mm-hmm. to like collaborate with a sound engineer. I have to collaborate with a uh, a creative designer who does design. Like, but most of the Gen Zs right now are like that complete package. Plus they sing. Plus they produce. Plus, what can they do? What the fuck, man? Like, yeah. what do you guys consume? What, what what's your childhood like? Like, what do you consume? Like, aside from the classical music, and then like, can you describe like how you were growing up, like before and when you discovered music, and then the kids you were hanging out with, and the technology and the hobbies you were dabbling around with? Yeah, I mean, I can definitely like speak on it from like a you know a perspective of someone that was kind of like raised by the internet. I think that uh, I think that's probably the biggest difference, right? I think that obviously every generation uh, becomes better with technology or becomes like more apt than the previous one. But I also think that uh, because technology, like during when I was like a kid, like like grew so quickly, uh, like right. so exponentially, that yeah, I mean, it comes with its pros and cons, you know, like uh, being raised uh, by the internet in in many respects. Um, but yeah, when I was a kid, uh, I just spent a lot of time like on YouTube. I uh, spent a lot uh, of time like, yeah, because you you can learn stuff on there. There's like true. tutorials, there's like uh, entertainment on there. Um, uh, but yeah, a lot of the kids that I grew up with, uh, we spent our free time playing like Super Smash Brothers, uh, like video games. Wii. And, on the Wii? Uh, yeah, on the Wii. Uh, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, because uh, we, we, so, we have such a different context. Um, I'm really curious what the edu- educational system is doing to be more contextual to the generation right now. Because... Um, mm. Are 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 they actually? Are we actually setting up our the the future generation for you know? Because mo- are we actually setting up setting them up to fail or to succeed? And because things change, like mm. there's a lot of innovators who are like disrupting the course of humanity. Like mm. the, the 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 invention of the phone just like pretty much destroyed the media conglomerates you know like before we could just watch cable tv and you know media conglomerates would dominate but right now it's like yeah no i i think that like it's kind of up to because i definitely hear that a lot just like that things are moving like super fast and i, I agree uh, to an extent i think that in terms of like education wise uh maybe people and like institutions and schools are trying their best but it's just not fast enough you know like right. I, I at this point um you know 
even with the rise of AI, which I'm starting to realize, like even at 22, like I'm kind of becoming too not too old for it. But it's like you, uh, it's, you feel you feel like you're too old for this uh, AI stuff, or like uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like kind of because people are using it in schools. You know, people are using uh, you know these services to help them with assignments. They're using it to actually like like boost themselves up. Uh, you know, uh, so yeah, it, it's definitely, it's definitely crazy. And I think that the, everybody has to adapt, you know, or else right. technology is just going to leave you behind. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a scary, a scary thought because it's just, it's, it's always going to change. It's always going to get better. Right. Yeah. I've, I, I've spoken to like most of the demographic that I bring on this show, um, how I've been leaning on to the young, the youth culture of late, and I really yeah. want to learn, man. Like, it's it, I think that's uh, one way to stay young is like to I, I'm a I'm an educator by profession, bro. So, oh, awesome! Yeah, and have some stints of behavior, um, behavior. I, I also do some behavior stuff, like it's, it's more clinical in a sense, but mm, mm. um. I used to be a teacher and I know teaching keeps you young because you always talk to kids. And I, I guess that's why this, it's so I'm not surprised. Like I, I keep talking to the younger folks and it makes much sense that uh, you guys are the future. Like like 50 years from now on, like I'll be in I'll be six feet underground or, or who knows. I'll, 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 I'll be in a wheelchair. But, you know, um, it's 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 so fascinating what jet what technology and will bring and then how we as the human beings adapt to that because uh i think there'll come a day like you know um ai is just gonna be the next it's it, it it's it got next you know we'll, yeah we'll be we'll probably be in some museum <laughs> oh oh you're saying like like it's gonna yeah. replace humans yeah, um, I like think, a, yeah, like Terminator stuff, Skynet kind of shit. Oh, I, I don't know, I don't know about anything like that. Uh, I mean, yeah, I definitely I get think cons- I have conspiracy theories, man. Like, mm. I listen to too much podcasts, like, but you just can't help but entertain the idea of that. Like, it's 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 even caught us by surprise by now. Mm. Like, yes, it's that's so true. Fast. Like, what if what if the AIs develop a conscience, you know, and what if then there's, there's nothing, <laughs> then there's nothing we can do uh, right we could, we could like throw water on them uh but i you know short circuit them. but no I, I don't think there's anything we could do in that case but, have you have yeah. you seen this video um that went viral of a of a piece of video like an artwork like um from a caveman it evolves into this kind of ai being like from a monkey and then uh, oh oh yeah 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 like yeah. like what it projects humans to look like like in the, future. In, in the future yeah i've seen a few videos like that it's definitely uh it's definitely scary. trippy it's 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 fun to well fun and scary i think depending on right. who you ask to i guess i guess imagine that stuff but uh i don't know i think i think that is likely very far in the future and maybe in a different timeline. <laughs> like I, I don't know if that's if that's what we're looking at, but you never know. 
I mean, maybe our our children are going to be fighting off, uh, you know, Terminators. I don't know, and and they they got, and then uh, the the circulation of um, UFO sightings everywhere. They know they, the, mm. the media is trying to normalize that now. Like, what the hell? Like, we've been we've been speculating this for like such a long time, like fifty years ago. Like, why why normalize it now? Like, <laughs> so crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I try. I tend to stay away from conspiracy yeah. theory stuff. Best best to stay away from them. Don't don't, yeah. don't follow your uncle. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It can be very easy to slip into. It's it's that. a it's a rabbit hole, bro. And you can get you can get it's a it's an endless rabbit hole like, if you entertain this kind of information. And plus, the given the web web internet right now is uh, it's an endless loop of information. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Uh, I want. I wonder. Have you seen the the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once? I have not. Where, oh where can goodness. I? Where can I watch it? I don't know where. I, I saw it like four times in theater. Um, I think that it gives four uh, times. Sure. Yeah, you yeah. Must be, you must be obsessed. Uh. <laughs> I really liked it. I, I, I really right. like. Um, I really liked what it was kind of uh, speaking on. Um, it touches on a lot of different topics, like uh, you know, uh, Asian American experience, um, but also you know what it's like. It tries to, I think, give a representation of what it's like to kind of grow up online. And I don't know. I, I feel like you you would like it. I think that you take something from it. Oh, for sure. Uh, hopefully a good thing. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure where you, you can find it right now, but uh, yeah, I, I would consider. Yeah, I'll know, definitely look it up. Yeah. Cause uh, the online life is so fascinating to me mm. and it's just it, like the just 2020 just like really magnified it may just made it official that the digital world exists, you know? Well, uh, wait, speak on that. What about 2020? A COVID. Oh, oh. Yeah. You must have <laughs> okay. forgot. Oh, you were too busy making music, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You were in your uh, own bubble. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's like, that's actually true. Like, I didn't, I, I unfortunately, like, I'm super, uh, uh, not just even about COVID, but just about sickness. Like, I'm very, like, I, I don't like getting sick. Right. Um, and so like throughout the height of the pandemic and stuff like i was like very cautious you know uh, just because you know i I didn't want to get other people sick i didn't want to get sick i think it's just like a a courteous thing but um i ended up getting it twice like after the pandemic like just just because you know oh yeah things got like yeah about that like you, you i forgot to ask like how rude of me like uh, how are you feeling any better now? Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, I was about to say, like, yeah, my most my my second deal with COVID was j- it just ended uh, about a week ago or uh, just under a week ago. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't was there any bad. way of knowing what kind of variant that was, or they just tell you like oh. that the test tell you, like, oh, you got COVID. Yeah, let me let me see, just take. Just take these oh, tests. There it is. Yeah, I don't think it has a like. It I don't think it tells right. me. 
yeah, like what specific uh, variant it is, but it tells me if I have it or not. And I definitely did for a long time. Was it the same symptoms though? Uh, not the first time I, I got it, it was much uh, rougher. The first right. time I got it, it was like the for two days, <laughs> I could barely move. Do it just, yeah. This time, uh, I, I really didn't feel too much of anything, I think. Like it was, it was, it was what, definitely. What was, give, what was giving it away? Like you were feeling under the weather, like the, you felt cloudy up here or what? Um, yeah, I felt like a little bit of a, a headache, but Brain it was talk. mostly, yeah, like it was mostly just like in my lungs and stuff, you know, right. like that's where it really gets you. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it, it was definitely, uh, I was stuck in my because before that I had a cold, so I uh, I was right. you know I, uh, my girlfriend had COVID, and so we were basically quarantined for like because we were in the same room, so obviously I was going to get COVID afterwards. So for sure, yeah, we it, it was crazy. We were quarantining for like three, two, three weeks, something like that. It was That's nuts. quite long, though. Yeah, 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 because it was like she got it and I got it. So for one reason or another, we were stuck in the room. But but, but luckily, like, you know, um, uh, milder symptoms prevail. I, I got mm. it. I got it, too. But I thought I was oh, invincible because, yeah. uh, you know, I, I think 2020, that year, like, pushed mm. everybody to, to live healthier. I felt like mm. I was in the most tip-top shape and nothing could stop me. And then, like, you know, I, uh, I came into contact with, uh, with someone I know, like, had it. And then I just suddenly felt funny. And then, you know, like, I had this yeah. brain fog I couldn't get out of for two days. And I, I had chills on the first day. But the nasty feeling of not tasting what you eat oh. and that, like, having, like, can't even smell uh something bad like how would you know it it smells bad like you know you can't smell a thing i hate that shit man like yeah uh, yeah a hundred uh, luckily i, I didn't have a cold <laughs> yeah yeah I, I luckily i didn't get those symptoms i mean i got some luckily. congestion to the point where i couldn't uh taste and smell i guess but i didn't like have a loss of it but right. especially with uh like filipino food man like it's amazing like to yeah, not be a big fan that. Big yeah, food, yeah. I mean, when I was there, it, I, I can't wait to go back to the Philippines. Like, it's Shit. such a nice vibe over there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I love Filipino food. Uh, like, what's uh, what's your favorite Filipino dish, though? I knew you were gonna ask me that, like, right after I said that. Of course, uh, it's crazy because because when I would I, when I was in the Philippines, I was always moving with people. And obviously they were locals, so I didn't do much ordering. I don't know all the the names, but you leave it up um, with them. Now you just didn't. You just, at that point, like oh, I'll, I'll eat anything. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I, I trust, I trust. Right. Uh, but um, like um, milkfish. I I, oh, I don't know dude, the, the name for it. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, that's our, our equivalent of like salmon. Yeah, it's 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 super good, you know, it's and bad. yeah, there's like a um like different soups and stuff that are so good uh and there's a you know what i'm talking about there's there's like a a drink it's made with a citrus like a, a small citrus fruit right like lime 
lemon lemoncito juice yeah yeah wait let me yeah. that's our equivalent oh no wait lemonade. Uh, ca calamansi calamansi yeah calamansi yeah yeah Lem we call that lemoncito around these parts yeah, yeah it's, it's that's our equivalent of the lemonade bro it's 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 beautiful thing especially because it gets i mean like the this, this is some, something I'm wondering. Do you consider, uh, like, do you notice the heat and the humidity the same way that I did being like a visitor, or is it kind of just like, oh, like, like that? That's just how how it is, or like well, every single you know, day like, is like something to notice. I, I I haven't my my skin and my body is not yet exposed to. Like, I haven't been to like the U.S. or Canada mm. or colder countries. But I have been to like an extremely warm country. Like I used to work overseas and oh. in, in Dubai, and uh, uh, they have a pretty fucked up summer. You know, mm. it's uh, it's like an oven. Like the minute you step out of the AC, mm. you'll feel it. And there's no getting used to it. Like it's just yeah. got it just burns you. Like and when I when I when I went home for good like around two years ago i couldn't feel the humidity anymore mm. yeah it's strange it just it just it just changed uh the way i well, i was receptive to temperature like uh, i enjoy the i i enjoy this uh weather now you know that that's that's a, a beautiful thing i remember when i hopped off the plane uh it, i like stepped outside and you know i was on a plane so i was in like a hoodie and like long pants like oh my god like, you did not uh... yeah so, so i like hop off the plane i step outside and i'm hit by this like this like heat wall wave. of yeah like heat and, <laughs> and humidity uh but yeah I, I i definitely get you like by a few days in i started getting used to it you know like it, it started being normalized so that, i guess that makes sense but yeah, yeah, uh, milkfish, uh, calamansi, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of uh, like different fried chickens and like fried foods there that are True. also really good. Yeah, uh, have you been to one of um, the top Filipino fast foods in the, over over there in the U.S.? Like it's called Jollibee. Have you tried? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I remember the first like studio session I ever did was with a uh, pizza palace uh cookies it was when he was over here for uh yeah like his writing camp and um uh i just i was kind of nervous and i saw jolly b on the way to the studio and i like pulled in and got like a, a chicken joy two-piece with the spaghetti it's great All right yeah, yeah. That's a, it's, a, it's kind of a staple like when we Filipinos like go overseas, because I think our major export is uh, manpower. Like we have mm. a lot of overseas Filipino workers. Um, when we go overseas, that's the first thing we look for is Jollibee. I can understand why it's it's a it's a great it's a great uh, restaurant. It's a great food. Most of the folks you find inside Jollibee. Um, they're craving this kind of nostalgia, like oh, it's just not, mm. just nothing like it. Like oh man, I just wish I was back home. And it's it's. I think it's the closest thing to a memory when you oh. when you step inside. Yeah, it, those that's things are beautiful. priceless, man. Those things are priceless. Yeah, uh, that's that's a that's a great 
uh, way of putting it. I mean, yeah, I'll definitely like look at going to Jollibee different now. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just yeah, great food, but that's that's a good point. Like it, it means a lot to a lot of people. Sure. Yeah, um, nostalgia is a great uh, driver, man. Like a lot of people can't let go, you know, and that and and that's I, why I, it's uh, that. it's a it's a good way to use in a song, you know. This yeah, song I mean, is gonna bring you back fucking memories. You're gonna mm -hmm. love this song. It's gonna get you hooked. I feel like a, a lot of my of my songs, they uh I mean it's it's funny to talk about it because this is we're recording this now before like even my first solo uh single um drops. But uh yeah, a lot of the music that you're gonna be hearing from me is like gonna have like a nostalgic sound because you know. Like not yeah. being able to let go is something I feel like a lot of people deal with. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I just wanted to—I want to be able to share my perspective on on things. Uh, I think you mentioned—I'm not a, like a, a hip hop artist. <laughs> I'm more of a of yeah, a singer. yeah, yeah. Uh, I but, get you. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I definitely want to. Um, I need to share music with you too. I need to send you some stuff that I've been working on. Oh, please, I'll, please. I mean, this, this, these yeah. are the things like I really love. Like what I do is like I get to I get to have exclusive like um, mm. premiering stuff, like a listening party with the artists. Like, hey, how does this sound? And I don't know. Like at the moment, like um, I'm in such a momentum. Sometimes I fail to appreciate it. Mm. Um, I, I I I actually pinch myself. Like it's this real. Wow, that's that's yeah. amazing thing. Yeah, because what we're doing, like we're just exchanging energy. Like you may be on the other side of the world, but we're talking right now, and yeah. you may get caught in the momentum. Like oh, anything goes. Like you know, we're su we're such in a like uh, happy state. Like I will agree to everything you'll say, and I'm just gonna be a fan of your music. But sometimes, like mm -hmm. um, it's this real. Like, I need I really need to pinch myself. Like, Okay, I'm, ab I'm about to listen to his songs and I need to be in the present moment. Mm. Rob been doing this for like uh, three years. And it's oh, usually like what... Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, thanks, man. Like, uh, it's usually artists are really excited to share music, you know? Mm. And then that, that's... For me, to be able to... For an artist to come up to me and like... Um, to see their confidence to share something like, hey, I made this piece of art. Like, would you fuck with it? yeah i mean i it, it, of course that's why i really need to be in the present like yeah we can uh, definitely listen to some tracks um uh, i have a I'm question good. though yeah go ahead um since uh since you started become a uh artist publicly have you had a yeah. lot of love from um your filipino demographics i mean yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think that, like, I think it, it's kind of funny because uh, I'll still I'll get like texts uh, from people uh, in, in the, the Tagalog. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In Visayan, uh mostly, I think. But uh, yeah, just saying like, oh, like I'm at this cafe and they're playing like sacrifices, or you know, or they're playing oh, like what, like trends or one of these songs, and yeah, that that's like that's pretty cool to hear, like. I think we got like radio play uh, on a few stations and stuff. And, you know, uh, Spotify has been giving a lot of love, which I, I, I definitely appreciate. Thank God for Spotify. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, and yeah, uh, 
I definitely have been been feeling the love. Uh, I think that right now, uh, a lot of my uh, the people that listen to my music are probably localized in the Philippines. So right. it's, yeah, it's 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 super cool. I have a lot of love for the Philippines. Oh man, congrats! Like you know what, uh, these Fil- Filipinos, man, they're tough motherfuckers. Like they don't really <laughs> dish out love that easily. You know? Mm. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's tough to win where you're from. You know what I'm saying? um i'm just so happy for people who actually uh break out of that rut you know mm. like oh man this i don't know how long you've been doing this or 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 you just been doing it now or you've been doing it for like 50 years or 30 years but yeah mad props to you man it, it's not getting admiration from filipinos or from where you're from so tough case like you know not a lot of folks can break out from that rut. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think just like that—that—that that, that is like a, a thing, you know. Like a lot of people, they can be. I think that reception is like a very important thing for uh, an artist, especially when they're first starting out. You know, like like at a certain point, you might get to a level where you're like, "Oh, I don't really care like what people think about this stuff." Right. Uh, but I think that, you know, starting out, if people are not supportive, like what you're doing, you know, or, or you share something and you're vulnerable with them in that moment and they're like, maybe they had a bad day or, or maybe, you right. know, like something, or maybe they're just a, an asshole, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> like, uh, th- that can be like really discouraging if they're like, sure. oh, like, oh, this, this isn't really that good or, oh, you should, you know, stick to this or, you know. Like and that I could end that. that could end it for you, right? Like if you're not if you're not strong up here, like that could like stop you from what you're passionate in. Yeah, I mean, especially especially for like a, a young person, you know, like uh that that like seeks validation from others, especially like like older people or peer or peers and stuff. But uh yeah, like I've seen it happen, you know, and that's what uh that's why like I've seen super talented producers and super talented people uh, they just get that like that point where it's like oh i, I can't i can't have like not that i can't handle it right. but it's like it's not maybe it's just not right for me you know maybe i'm just not cut out for it and i'm always the i always try to be the person that's like no like like you're good you know like just just keep it yeah. up you know keep at it because i really do believe that you know like at the very least like people can improve you know like they could, they they just working at it. It's it's uh, or they're they're just probably at the wrong place or like the wrong environment or, you know. Yeah, yeah. I just think that people let uh, the opinions of others dictate like what they're doing yeah. a little bit too much. And obviously, I'm a I'm a uh, I do that too. <laughs> you know, like I, I'll 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 definitely be affected by. Um, what people say, not necessarily when the song's released, but like when I'm working on it. Uh, I, oh, really? you know, yeah. On the actual process of making a song. Yeah, because like my my process like, for like unreleased yeah. tracks. Sorry to keep uh, cutting you off. Like no, unreleased tracks, like unreleased tracks, or like you're just at the precipice of making it. Um, both. I guess. Well, yeah, I guess both. more like unreleased tracks because I, I uh, like. I have probably nearing like 
200 unreleased tracks that I made. Oh my God. They're just waiting. I know. I know. I, I need to start releasing. It's, uh, right. it's, it's crazy. But um, yeah, like my, the way I make songs is uh, it depends, I guess, if I'm producing it or now like people are starting to send me like beats and stuff. And if you, if you want to send me beats, my email is beats for the letter for jwolf at gmail.com. Uh, but yeah, hey, so send me <laughs> yeah, send, 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 send beats, uh, send instrumentals, but, uh, basically like, um, like my, my process is I'll like start with the chords. Right. And then I'll like make a very basic beat that has like the vibe of what I'm trying to go for. And then I just like immediately start writing to like, whatever it, it feels like, like the core of the instrumental has to have the feeling that I'm trying to convey uh, before I start writing. Okay, so, they, do you do you have do you have like what what Lou Lou is using like a feels wheel something? Don't oh tell yeah, me. so don't no, tell me, don't tell me he sold you into that too. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's, it's just it's 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 all in my it's all all in my brain. It's just like uh, right, right, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's just, instinctual, um, right? It's, yeah, because I mean, like that's how that's how it's it starts off uh like with sacrifices the way that those lyrics came about was uh you know we were just uh cookies uh and i were oh and john bain as well uh, which is a, a artist and writer out of uh, atlanta and producer uh but we were just sitting there in um uh in the discord call and for like an hour before we were making the song we were just like right. talking about like life, you know, we're just kind of getting to know each other, but like in a very like deep way. And we just started talking about like our backgrounds and uh, yeah, it got to this point where uh, he was telling about like, you know, the sacrifices that, you know, a lot of parents make for their kids when they like come over to the U.S. or or when they, they you know, put their necks on immigrant, the line for anything. Immigrant life. Yeah, 100%. So that's that's kind of like where the the origin of the song came up uh, i was trying to write from the perspective of like uh uh like my parents and um he was writing from the perspective of i think himself like speaking to his uh his like mother so it's it, it was definitely like a a beautiful um uh it's an homage thing. yeah i mean in some sense like you gotta pay homage to the elders Oh yeah, always, always. I yeah. mean, there's it, it, so, there's so much to learn. Yeah, uh, it's so strange. Like we actually live parallel lives. Like all generations' intent is the same. We all want to live. We all want to be loved. Mm. We all, <laughs> we all eat and probably take a dump at the same time. Like, yeah, uh, it's just that the mediums change yeah the, the changing times the technology the the jargons that we use um the ideology but i think the same the same software like we've been carrying on like this is evolution bro like where we are right now i mean yeah uh, i think if you place somebody like if you take somebody from bc and you put them in today's world, I don't think he wouldn't be. I think he'll be able to adapt because yeah, 
it's yeah. basically the same, like the, the hierarchy of needs. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to see how how they would adapt. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with that to an extent. I think that at the the core of every person's being, uh, you know, yeah, they just kind of they want to be heard, they want to be loved, they want to like be uh, content with what they're doing. Uh, the, yeah, there's a lot of like uh, um, just uh, basically essentials that people need for like a fulfilling life. And those things haven't changed too much. No, they um, have not. Is yeah, except, you know, except that like um, we we keep demonizing. Uh, we keep uh, the thing with us human beings is that we like to do the blaming game. Like mm. it's uh, it's this fault. It's uh, it's A and B's fault. It's my neighbor's fault. Like you know. Mm. But I think that hasn't changed too. Like you know, we're still the we're we're still those motherfuckers from back 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 then like we haven't changed a whole lot like yeah i, I think just the average uh person is just we're, we're all trying to just figure it out you know yeah. like take one step in front of the other uh, try to make every single day like the best that it can be and you know fight off the demons that life is always presenting in front of us hey, this is so important bro because at this point in time we're gonna clip this and this is footage and this is documentation mm. and let's just treat this as like history like somebody's gonna dig this up like one day um you'll be as big as michael jackson or, or who else who else out there the goat of music prince or whoever mm. they're gonna want to hear that like oh for sure like we we live normal lives like and it's it's tough because sometimes like when you're you're at this level of stardom, it's a uh, kind of polarizing. Like you know, like it's uh man, it's like it's like you're a god. Like it's, it's something like that. Like uh, for for somebody who's a fan of some like a a, a big star, like let's say Cookies, and somebody mm -hmm. uh, in my locality, like a, a a small kid coming up, he would probably think that cookies doesn't live a hard life or he mm. would probably think that cookies has it good or or the next the next your next fan would think like 20 years down the line like i didn't know jay wolf had these struggles you know yeah i guess it's it's that's definitely like something like because i mean i'm literally still in my like i i have yet to put out my first like real uh like uh solo single um obviously shout out to one more yesterday with uh tiffany and put me in coach oh yeah but, congratulations yeah. though you, it just dropped yesterday uh, how, how ironic one more yesterday oh no it this yeah, no, it, it, yeah it, dropped, it dropped a while ago dropped a while ago but yeah, um okay, yeah. yeah uh but i think that like um yeah, like things are just like being easier to document, you know, which is like True. super, super interesting. Uh, but yeah, um, I think it was funny. Oh, I was in uh, the Philippines during Halloween. So I guess it was in October. But yeah, I was uh, and we saw on uh, Instagram that I was with cookies and uh, I saw that someone like dressed like him for Halloween. <laughs> Oh fuck. Uh, yeah, which was crazy. It was crazy. That was so like that's there's a, that's see. some level of flattery right there. Like, man, I'll be I'll be impressed. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, like, I think that idolatry is like still living and breathing, you know, like it, it, people just do it with other people, you know, which is, yeah. you know, to use their own, I guess, but it's definitely not as sweet as people think uh, for someone like cookies, you know, like he, right. he's worked like crazy hard to get where he yeah. is. And yeah, like a lot of people probably found him through, you know, Sabak daddy or, or a, a Bogo or like Bogo, some of his, yeah, yeah uh, hits, but yeah, he had like songs and songs and projects and stuff before that, song you know, like, song. yeah, it, it, it definitely, uh, yeah, it doesn't come just yeah, for most people, it doesn't come like just you know, in a night. That there's this one line from Just Raw, uh, and Cookies, they had this song, um, Giru, mm-hmm. like it's it says in our dialect, like. It means like you guys don't know, like you, you think we have it good. We've been doing this all our life. Mm-hmm. Right, right, like, uh, and uh, I think social media and uh, the internet and technology, um, it bypassed a lot of things and it just gave a window to, it gives uh, the, the, the society and the world like a window to like our everyday life and you know that and we always and what gets viral in uh in these in the systems are like happy things like celebrations like trophies and uh i don't think like struggles and failures are documented Mm -hmm. that well you know yeah i mean i i think that's just kind of the nature of things right like it's very easy to fall into the rabbit holes of like social media, looking at, uh, you know, people putting their best selves out there. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. this, con- this conversation has also been had, like, I think people know this, you know, like at this point that the, the lives that people portray on social media is like their social media, like persona, you know, it's like, yeah. it's not a hundred percent who they are. Uh, so, but yeah, it, it can be very easy to like, still even knowing that, like look at things and being like, Oh man, like, oh, I, I, they have it so easier. Oh, like, uh, oh, uh, I, I, w- I wish I was them right now. I wish I was yeah. them, or like, like, yeah. oh, like, where did they come from? Like, people have been working for a long time. You know? Yeah. And, and and the thing is, like, uh, we, we keep preaching to ourselves, like, oh, I'm just gonna focus on myself, like, but until this day, like, it still gets to me. I guess, I guess, I guess, uh, I don't know if this is, uh, if this is me or if this is like the average human being who gets affected by what they see, but I don't know. Like, is there a study out there that shows like, uh, you know, like no matter how much we preach, like, I think this is human nature. Like we, yeah, that's we true. really I, like to compare. Yeah. Like, you know? yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know about any studies, but I can tell you that, you know, as much as it's like the answers to happiness are kind of already out there. Like many of them, many of the answers to happiness and like fulfillment are out there, but human nature doesn't always seem designed for it. (laughs) You know, like, like we don't always, yeah. I I could tell you, you know, sometimes I just wake up and it's just like, and 
imagine mm-hmm. imagine how people live back then like if the intent was the same how did this manifest back in the day like i mean i i guess we're so lucky still lucky that um most of the wars literal wars that are happening mm-hmm. or going on right now are happening digitally or virtually but mm-hmm. i don't know like we can't see them what um I mean, like that- even like wars are happening physically like people like like it's it's so different like even being able to for us to see like hd footage of like horrible things that are happening yeah, sure. like around the world you know i think the thing is like just touching on on what you were saying uh, what people might have done back then I'm, I'm not sure but i think a big difference is like like if people were having a bad day they could kind of just like have a bad day but now, like, if we're having a bad day, we have to, not have to, but we can look online and see everyone else having a great, like, perfect day, uh, it, you know? It's, it's nice to, like, find somebody else, like, because misery loves company. And then, oh, if I feel, if I feel like, shitty as fuck, I'm just let me find another uh, human being out there who feels the same way. Oh, man. Yeah, when, I, when I'm sad, I don't know. I, I want to be alone. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, 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 I we, I think we get, I guess we have like uh, different coping mechanisms. Mm, true. I'm so curious, like, how the majority of human beings back then did it. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I was just, we just have it so good, I guess. Like, right now, yeah. we're so lucky. Yeah, I, I think that uh, that's a great way to put it. Hey, um, we've hit on and touched on so many tangents here, bro. <laughs> like we yeah, haven't yeah. Even talked about the music. Um, hey, uh, well, I'm really curious though. Um, you did mention like your parents were kind of traditional, right? Like, so were you mm-hmm. forced also in a traditional path, like fresh off from school? Like, did you? Are you currently employed? Like, are you doing a nine to five, or are you are you working yeah. for someone, or what? Yeah, I mean, um, definitely. Like, I I went through uh, college. I you know I did uh, well enough to get into a, a pretty good school, uh, and I, I just graduated in June with a degree in business economics and a minor That's in man. accounting. Uh, thanks. And yeah, like I, I'm on. I, I've worked later today. You know, like it's definitely. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, I thanks have, for doing uh, this though. Oh, yeah, a hundred percent. But, um, no, I think that, uh, like, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with following a traditional path when you right. know that your calling is something different, you know, like when you know that your interests lie in uh, a passion or like something else. Because for me, I just think to myself in the lanes of like, Oh, like, you know, any money or experience that I've gained in this, like I can bring it to, you know, th- the things that I like really love doing or really enjoy doing, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I have a, a nine to five uh, that I'm uh, going to later today. Oh, congrats, man. Like, I, I miss that feeling though. I really do. Uh, well, what do you mean? Speak on it. Yeah. Uh, I used to do nine to five. Uh... Mm. I've been doing it in a while though, because uh, I've, I've been doing freelance stuff. 
So, uh, you know, working in your own time, like I, 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 I have yet to feel again the structure of having to work in a certain specific time, mm-hmm. having to wake up early and, you know, do your commute. Because I basically work from home now. I'm kind of falling in love with it. Um, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to work home all my life. Like that's why I really love doing this. Most most of that, like I haven't done this in a while too. Like having a podcast like virtually, because um, mm-hmm. I'm su- such a flexible guy. Like I I do podcasts whenever and wherever I can. If I can do it on my mobile, I'll do it on mobile. If I if somebody can hook me up with equipment, like, I'll I'll for sure like do equipment with them. Like um, have a, like a full studio setup, like a podcast. Like I'm I'm down for that this is such a diy setup like how just a webcam this i'm so used yeah. to this kind of setup now and uh it, it's it's tough like i have fallen in love with this and there sometimes you know like i get scared of the idea of having to go back to like uh nine to five um interesting yeah but uh i, I kind of miss it though yeah i i mean i think that like uh many human beings like crave structure you know like not necessarily the like what they're doing in that structured time but like you know it's nice to be able to like check off the little boxes and it's nice you know um and i think that you know even like entrepreneurs like a lot of the you know people that do things on their own time they still like segment it you know they still like make to-do list they still like Actually, they, you know what these guys do? They actually pretend they're working. Mm, speak yeah, on that. Just, just, just to have the feeling like um, to have. A oh, oh, I get what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, they pretend like the 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 operating and the, uh, all the entrepreneurial stuff is actual work because it's still work at the end of the day. Like, you know, yeah, they have to work their butts off for their for their shit to succeed. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, but yeah. Uh, it's like with music, here? right? Like you're working. You're that's actual work, man. Like I just yeah. hate when folks demonize art as not actual work. It may not translate into finances at the start, like, but watch and see. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like anything that take. It just the, depends on what you classify as work. Like, like if work to you or to somebody has like a. Uh, inherent like monetary thing attached to it then yeah i mean i like a lot of things i guess aren't work but uh, you know if you just just define work as something that you like just like effort like i'm putting work into this i'm like putting like time effort thought into something they're all the same what they're all the same like monetary time and effort like they're all currencies at some point you know yeah energy totally yeah, it's 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 just like it's all different uh, ways of of saying the same thing. But yeah, I guess there are people that like try to demonize uh, like art and uh, the arts and you know like things like that. But I really think that for the person that's working on the stuff and notice how I did say working, it's like because I just believe that you you are putting your all into something. You're trying to like put in input and get out output like however that manifests it's all work you know true it's just that the current currency of society right now and for such a long time is money <laughs> it's the universal language that you know talks and speaks and 
probably buys you time or buys you anything. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I, I, I don't know if it can buy you. Well, I guess in some ways it can buy you time. In some ways it can buy you happiness. Yeah. But I think that it's important to make sure that you have, uh, in, in, you know, using the language that you use, like multiple currencies in your mind at all time. You know, Absolutely. like like it's it's not just important to uh, focus on uh, money, but it's also not just exactly. important good to focus on, uh, uh, you know, on time because you, you can't get too focused on. Yeah, on you go, you be, you become a, sl a slave to time. Yeah, right? because uh, it, it it passes it passes every single millisecond of the day, you know. So it's like you, if you if you're too focused on the past or the future, it can you know uh, you can definitely become a slave to time for sure. Definitely, and uh, I think that's fear. You know, um, mm. the way fear manifests, because uh, I think human beings were groomed in such a way to be fear based. We have we have lived such a dangerous life. I mean, human beings in the past, like, you know, the average lifespan was around like 50, 40, 60 or something like right now. I mean, in the past. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, even yeah. even earlier, I think, like, you know, right? there was a time period where it was, like, in your 30s, like, like yeah, you people were so, that's what, I think, I guess people were so critical back then, like, oh, man, I just can't, I just can't afford to do this and do that. And, you know, um, I guess that's why people are afraid of the past and in the future. Um, yeah. The present is so hard to be in the present at times. Yeah, I mean, everything's always trying to take you out of it, I think. You know, like, uh, just because, you know, uh, I think life demands a lot from from people. Definitely more uh, from some than others. But, you know, it demands something from everybody. Yeah. And, yeah, a lot uh, for many people, that thing is time, you know? like you're and, and, and guess what? Who makes those demands on themselves? It's not life, man. It's mm. it's us. That's true. We, we make those demands on ourselves, and we act. It's so funny. This just I just realized this like recently. Like I put myself in this situation. I put myself <laughs> in this hole. Like I could be just forget everything right now and live in the mountains. You know, live yeah. A simple life. Yeah, I think that a lot of people forget stuff like that. You know, is that like we we keep our ourselves here and but like i don't know i think that life can be like a a, a beautiful thing you know it just yeah, depends on, on how you think of it yeah i mean get it. you find good you find good you feel for bad there's the bad yeah, yeah i mean and it's also like human beings are so like <clears throat> like quickly i think people don't talk enough about how much people change like in in like short oh, periods yeah. of time you know like right. we're never the same <laughs> yeah i mean we, we can feel like so many different things just in one day you know like, right and and we're slightly different people every single time you know and we're slightly different people as the day goes on and we get more tired or we get more fatigued so and we get more things on us like you you talk to me on a different day I, i'll have a a, a very <laughs> different like, answers yeah, I'll have different answers for what, you know, what I think life is and, you know, all the okay. stuff. Uh, uh, a segue, though. Uh, is this the best time to talk to you, though? Like, are you a, a morning person? Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to wake up, like, every day at, like, 5 in the morning. 
Um, oh man, I, I'm such I'm so jealous of you. I it, it's it's like I can't not you know like right. there's is, some is days where I'll, I'm curious. I, I keep cutting you off, but I'm, no, I, mean, okay. I, I really have to ask because um, is does that attribute to like the immigrant lifestyle or like the household or the fat or like from your family background? Like everybody needs to get up early. Yeah, like uh, right. I guess I, I I haven't always thought of it in that way. That's an interesting point. But I'll I'll just say that yeah, like from a very young age, like sleeping early and waking up early were like very deeply ingrained into me, which doesn't always fit with the because now I can't not wake up at like five. Like I I don't need an alarm or anything. I just wake up like same, yeah. Like within five minutes of the same time, like every single day. And uh, that like causes issues because, um, like you know, you're in the studio, you're making music. Like I can go until like three in the morning, you know. So if I'm you know going to sleep at three, waking up at five, and then I can't take like naps and stuff throughout right. the day, I'm just one of those people. Uh, it can be like definitely draining. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely that was uh, pressed into me from a young age. Just like waking up as like early getting good breakfast in like you know like a lot of like uh another yeah. another I, I gotta ask too uh have you like lived a frugal life like that immigrant life like sh um you have to earn everything like oh i only have this kind of allowance and this is the budget like oh shit i can't spend so much yeah <laughs> totally like uh, like yeah I like I, 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 there's a lesson I, in that bro People need. Oh to, yeah. People, people need to be humble and realize, like, yeah, the fucking live within your means. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it, I guess it's difficult for me to even speak on because it's like it's just inherent to me at this point, right. you know? Because like you're you're raised with it, so it's like it's like talking about the way that you brush your teeth in the morning. It's like I don't really, I don't think you don't about even think, it's, just, it's like muscle memory. Yeah, yeah, it's just like like yeah, I, but you know, it, thinking more on it it's like yeah that's that's true it, like being frugal living within means something that's been pressed in like into my brain from a young age and i think it's like one of the better things that you know i've i've learned from um yeah yeah because uh we we live in such an age where like capitalism you know we're we're taught to consume you know <laughs> like we're taught to like just buy stuff and it's 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 they just show it shove it to our faces like this is society you know mm. and keeping up with the joneses i think it's uh important to like really be self-aware like our desire really make us happy and all that stuff like do we really have to yeah a hundred percent i mean i think that like i think that people need to be given the chance though to like like really learn themselves you know and really get yeah. to know themselves because like you won't know uh your spending patterns yeah. even you know you won't know like the things that like you need versus things you want without slipping up here and there or without like uh you know uh having a struggle you know like right. i think that when it comes down to it people just need the opportunity to be able to uh, make mistakes and True. learn from them. Yeah, and uh, be accountable too. You know. Oh yeah, I mean of of course, but I think also accountability comes with 
experience and like messing True. up, you know, like, okay, like yeah. you can't really hold yourself accountable if you know, you're, it's your, you first don't time. even know what's the, diff- what yeah, the difference, it, is, right? Yeah, ex- yeah. Exactly. Like, I think that, you know, it's, it's super important for people to be able to um, like make mistakes and learn from them. Cause that's hey, how uh, you- yeah. I got a quick question for you. Are you still good with time? Like, are you in a hurry to get to work or something? Uh, uh, let me see. No, I'm still good. Yeah, I'm, de- okay, I'm definitely cool. still good. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a good good combo. Oh, thanks, we, man. We, yeah, we can talk more about music. We can talk about whatever, man. Yeah, uh, I I want to want to segue uh, what, we, what we last talked about. Uh, uh, given that, like, you know, back then, like, I don't know which era that was. Like, that it seems seems like there's just no room for mistakes mm. and given what we what we just last said like we need to be in that situation like to realize that like we're fucked like oh i know that i fucked up right and and that's where the learning comes from right um it's uh it can be michael jordan every time like win six championships like that's just a that's like a free like, that's such an outlier, right? And I mean, the, the real theme in life is actually we fail. Like that should be on a pedestal, man. Uh, yeah, I, I I I agree. I mean, like imagine if you were like not afraid to fail. You know, imagine how many things that you would try and like eventually. Yeah, like for for people, and it's so few and far in between. And I I, I don't know. 100 percent the reason i don't know if it's just like in our nature to want to succeed all the time and like be afraid of not succeeding or if it's a cultural thing it's probably a mix Uh, you know it's what i found is a lot of things is is usually like uh you know nature versus nurture it's usually like some sort of uh nurture exploiting or affecting like nature that's already there you know it's probably like like many aspects of culture that are affecting people's ability to view failure in like a, a, a positive way. Cause even like talking about it now, like, you know, in a more like discussion style, it's like, I, I, I I'm so scared of failure in many things, you know, like I think a lot of people uh, are, but imagine if you weren't, you know, how much you'd probably be able to accomplish, you know, like people, I, it's kind of like a, a, a paradox, right? Cause like, I feel like yeah. we need to, be more okay with seeing ourselves fail to be more open to the idea of other people, uh, you know, and like supporting them, you know, because I think when we see ourselves fail, we see other people in us or us and other people. And it becomes this like very like, like weird cycle where, you know, people, I I just think that people need to give, have more empathy for others and like give people the more uh, like the, the chance to fail yeah and the benefit of the doubt that he's gonna make it right like, but but even if someone doesn't make it it's like they're they're doing they're trying you know like trying yeah try, trying is like is the is like what everyone has to do and then some people will make it you know like but everyone has to try so true man uh I wonder how, because this is this is like a conver- ongoing conversation. Um, failure, 
I wonder how that will look like and how that will be perceived as the next coming years, like 10 years from mm. now on or 20, right? Like, I wonder how people will look at at the failed marriage or or, mm. or a um, failed career in music or a failed attempt at life or a failed attempt at being a good human being and then now you end up in prison or something like that. I wonder how people will perceive failure in the, in the coming future. Yeah, I wonder too. I, I don't know. I think that like, I think that people were reaching this like weird, um, like moment in time, not moment in time, but just like, like, yeah, like time period. Where because things like failure can be like so publicly like uh, displayed, you know, like everything can be so publicly displayed. It's like making more some people more cynical and it's making some people more empathetic. So it's like kind of like driving this this divide where it's like, you know, I, I think that that's like a good and bad thing. But it's definitely making more people open to the concept of like something not working out and just like supporting people regardless, you know, just supporting yeah. the the spirit of them versus like, uh, you know, supporting people based by their accomplishments. True. You know, uh, I, uh, accomplishments on a pedestal, like, uh, since when did that become cool? <laughs> oh my goodness. And I, I think right. it's also prevalent in society. Like we love trophies. We love, tokens we love our sneaker yeah. collection we love our like well it's like a marker right it's like it's like it's something to tell like oh how how are you how are how we're doing it's like if you don't know somebody right yeah. or if you're trying to get to know someone that's like an easy way to like and, kind of get to know them yeah and bro and uh i think that's the future moving forward too uh i i kind of noticed um you you have a like really strange name and Instagram, bro. Um, anti genre. <laughs> oh, yeah. That purpose. Uh, yeah, and I, I can I can talk on that just a little bit because it's still like, like it's so funny like talking to things that are like happening like real time. Like, oh, like okay. ideas I'm trying to develop like re, uh, develop like real time. But basically, oh man. I, oh, first of all, I'm wearing like a, a strap. Uh, shirt it's like a, a company out of uh, like a clothing skate company out of uh, uh, the Philippines. Uh, oh, so oh strap, yeah, shout out, yeah, strap, strap. so yeah, yeah. Um, but I have an anti genre shirt that I had made by a, a, a friend of mine. But, um, I think that like anti genre to me is this idea of being able to uh, make music and make art. Uh, and not be necessarily defined defined by like uh, expression or defined by a genre or defined right. by uh, form, you know. Like I think that something that I've found is that depending on, I mean, like I said, a ton of unreleased music, but depending on right. like what you uh, hear from me, you know, like oh yeah, <laughs> depending no, on like yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, carry on, man. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. Just, uh, like, depending depending on what you hear from me. Like, if you hear the song, that uh, Pizza Palace song that just dropped, Butter, right? Yeah. Like, it's a great song. And that's definitely more of, like, a hip-hop vibe. 
Right. Um, but Based on like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, and that, that studio session was, was crazy for sure. But uh, like, I feel like a lot of the music that I, I make is kind of, I'm, I'm still trying to find like what my sound is, you know, the right. song that I'm dropping. Oh, yeah, you're, just, you're just fresh into this, right? Yeah, like oh no, it's love is like such a different vibe from a uh, uh, like butter or sacrifices or anything else. So anti genre is just like the ability to like experiment and like be free from uh, form. Yeah, be be free from. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. There's this thing. Um, I have an ideology, and uh, it's um, I, I try to turn it to a clothing, and I I like to call it beta. Nice. You know, it's, uh, I have an excuse to fuck up. You know, I have an excuse to, like, you know, it gives me a, a, a it gives me this ability to, like, uh, yeah, but it's still beta. You know, mm. I, I like that feeling. You know, like, um, I'm still the feeling of like still work in progress. Yeah, the, the the infatuation of something that gets you obsessed about everything about it. You know, that something like that actually dies. Some people, uh, for most, I think, um, some passions die. But you know, th when when I when I get reminded of this, like, mm. I just really want to stay in this feeling forever. Like, you know, that's beautiful. That's that's a yeah. that's a great thing. True, I, I, and that's why I want to turn it to a lifestyle. <laughs> I hope, yeah, I hope, yeah. I hope people fuck with it. Uh, okay. Um, now that we talk about anti genre. I want to talk about this, and I was alluding to earlier. Your profile picture says uh, yeah. it. It's just no ordinary profile picture. Um, if I'm not mistaken, or you can correct me if I'm wrong, this is an you probably an NFT token you bought somewhere, or just um, you just decided to put this out there because um, you're trying to communicate something to whoever's gonna land on your page. That's interesting that you said it's it's not an NFT token, definitely right. not. Um, uh, but I, I guess I never thought of it like that because I guess yeah, a lot of NFTs have like that sort of profile, you know, like the the apes and whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, but, apes, uh, yeah. yeah, but no, no, no. This is actually the cover. Uh, like it's a uh, the cover of my next single. Oh shoot! Love. Really? Oh, yeah, cool. yeah. I just I I made it that. Um, uh, there's like some like meaning behind it uh yeah but um what yeah, message we're it. trying to send though that you're you have a you have an up yeah you have a new release coming up with was just that direct message you wanted to show everyone or if there was there's yeah, uh, another underlying meaning to it yeah i mean it's it's kind of like a uh in the uh the, so the single uh is about um like somebody that is unfamiliar with the concept of like love, right? Like, and oh. they find themselves like falling in love and it right. can, they interpret it as a bit of like a scary feeling, you know, something that's like uh, falling on them or crashing on them versus something that, you know, most love songs, you know, depict love in like such a, a, a positive way, which, you know, ultimately of course it is. But, you know, a lot of people, they might not be open to the idea of it. You know, it can be True. it can be, um, you know, like scary for a lot of people. 
So I just, uh, this cover art to me is just like, uh, it's kind of like an alien, uh, like looking at uh, something in the distance with kind of like a face of awe, like a look of awe on its face. And I think yeah. that that kind of like captured, um, yeah, almost perfectly, uh, you know, because the, the expression, you can't really tell what it is, true. but they're looking at something. And yeah, that's, that's kind of the profile picture. Yeah. Um, uh, interesting. Now I know that's the cover for the scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. You heard it here first. Pre-save that. Pre-save on our slow. Pre-save this, please. When is it dropping, yeah. though? Uh, it's dropping at the end of this month. It's dropping uh, oh, March cool. 31st. 31st, just in time. Is this a summer yeah. song? Like, were you, were you aiming to for it to be like a, have a summer vibe? Um, <laughs> no, it, it, it's, you... it's definitely, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, like, really related to the season. Uh, right. I'm putting out a project in, like, the beginning, middle of uh, summer. And that's going to be more like uh, of a summer vibe. But this is True. something I, I just wanted to make a statement with like my first uh, like solo single. And I feel like this, uh, you know, it definitely gets the point that I wanted across. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because uh, it did get my attention. OK, um, I was about to get to this anyway. So um, we, you know, like how. Please don't, please don't get offended by this. Um, this is actually fashion. Um, social media is, or the inter, I mean, this is actually communication right here. You're trying to communicate something to me that you have something new coming up. Mm. And just like the concept of social media wherein you get to change your profile pictures it's the same concept as we get to change what kind of sneakers we, we wear today. Are we going to put on our beaters? Are we going to put on our holy grails? Mm. Or, yeah. yeah. Have you ever thought of that way? Like so, social media, NFTs, and the way we get to change our profile pictures, the way we just can comment anything we want is always a statement every time. It's, uh, it's digital fashion, bro. That was really well said. I. I yeah, I guess I've never, I've thought about it in like the sense that I was talking about before where people like, I guess I never thought of it as like digital fashion, more of like it's digital currency, like being able to yeah. like show people like the best version of yourself to kind of like True. sell, sell up yeah. your, your own like best lifestyle. True. But yeah, that's like a solid point. Yeah. Like things can be like so interchangeable. You can send and delete. You can comment anything mm -hmm. you want. You can, or almost anything you want. You can uh, change things, uh, make statements. But it's a it's a good parallel to like uh, yeah. the statements. And check, and, check, and check this out. Um, it may be the crypto winter right now, and so like NFTs also in the winter. It's, it's having like it's hibernating right now in winter because mm -hmm. it's uh, crypto space is it's such in a bear market as of late. But when the the mass adoption of this technology the web3 uh, i'm not so sure if you're familiar with that the idea of having a wallet where you can have all your nfts in it and people can see what kind of nft collection you have like imagine mm -hmm. like who would you have in your wallet of course your most special to your prized possessions right your, your, yeah. your tokens like your family 
like your credit card or your 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 identification those are the kind of things your ticket to somewhere to a plane ticket and they put that in a digital wallet where people can just actually see who you are what you're like and the the songs you fuck with the concert you've been to just yeah. like that oh man like i i don't know what kind of society we'll have by then it's such yeah a, it's, it's definitely interesting to see how things uh evolve for sure and how we judge other people is we're gonna yeah. make quick judgments just based off on like digital assets like tokens thing does will it actually give the full context of a human being right yeah i mean i think that for me it's like it's i i try to like and that's like such a difficult thing now that i'm like wanting to make uh or like release music and stuff like i was so not really on social media outside of like yeah like a consumption oh my god i feel the same way man before this whole thing started now i have to be in social media shit yeah so it's it's definitely like a, a foreign thing that i'm still kind of getting used to um but yeah no i, I definitely get what you're saying it, it it can put a lot of pressure on people to like post the best thing you know or to like craft things or to like literally physically change aspects of of memories of like real things like to yeah. augment them to make them augment more them. De- like approachable or whatever um, and you, and the thing is, yeah, you, 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 you may have to curate your life in such a way like it's not true to you anymore. Like, oh, I need to keep appearances, you know. Like, oh, I need to keep face. Yeah, um, that's true. I have a question though. Were you ever put in a situation wherein like this isn't isn't me anymore? Like, I mean, when music started for you, like, were you? Did you ever feel that way? Like, ah, oh, man, like. It's not natural. Um, not not yet. I I I definitely can see how like stuff like that can or could happen. I mean, I guess the only times are if uh, like I'm in the studio or I'm like being sent a beat. I'm trying to like make a a song, <laughs> and it's just it's just not working out. You know, it's just yeah, like it's like. Thing. Yeah, like, oh, I'm trying too much to fit this vibe versus, like, letting it be, like, more my thing. You know, right. like, if, like I said, I'm not, uh, like, a, a hip-hop artist or, or, or a rapper or anything like that. So when people uh, send me, like, yes, you know, like, sometimes I'll, like, do my best to, you know, uh, like, Just if... accommodate. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not, not accommodate, but, like, to adapt to it, you know, like, right. if, if Pizza Palace or if vanilla of like one of the greatest producers yeah. that I know, like out of bake shop um he if they if they send me beats like that then you know I'll, I'll do my best to to kind of like ride with it but um i de- th- those are like definitely some moments if like i'm making a song and like i realize that it's not coming like naturally then if it's not coming naturally then i'm trying too hard you know i'm trying like to, right. to make it sound like something uh because i really how, find how does it my... feel to be the bearer of bad news like hey bro i, I have to say that like, i have to give this back it doesn't feel good i i really like uh right. being able to like get a song in. i really li- and i think yeah. so far i have a pretty 
a good record with like right. you know I, I, like my process is like really quick you know i'll write or produce or stuff like very quickly so sometimes like within an hour or two of like people yes. sending me yes. stuff i'll have something for them um but yeah there will be times like you know talented people uh they'll send me like songs or they'll send me beats uh and it's just like ah, I, I don't think that and usually i'll know like really quick so i won't like leave them hanging you know, i think that would be really right, whack right. if you just left someone hanging so yeah if they send me something that i don't think i'm gonna do it doesn't feel good but i'm like you know what this is great i just i they, just don't think it's something it's, it it's getting used i mean something that getting used to like um saying no i mean like we're so used be to saying yes all the because it's also like it, it's probably best for the song you know if like if it's True. if i hop on the song and i don't give what they want or they don't i don't give what right. the song needs then it's like it's not helping anybody you know yeah so true but yeah hey um, man like I, I hope yeah you have something you say, you have no, something go, go else ahead, to say. Go ahead. yeah um i think i think uh i, I had a good time yeah oh yeah yeah this is so wild like man another two hours in this like shit it, it's just like it's like i've known you all my life yeah so, <laughs> podcasting so fucking weird mm. yeah i mean like you're you're uh you're super easy to talk to you know it, it was definitely a, mm. a it felt like a natural conversation like it was just like talking like i i just looked at the timer for like the first time like i i, I didn't oh, really? even know that we, time flies we man Especially when you're like, I don't have a good time. It's like, oh, I can barely notice. Fuck, it's two hours in. Oh, shit. So yeah. 1 a.m. around these parts. Uh, uh, oh, but, you know. that's true. No, no, no. No, that's, it's fine. Uh, I usually sleep late anyway. That's why I got, mm -hmm. I, I get jealous when you said like you like wake up at 5 a.m. Fuck this <laughs> guy, like young. He, ha he has natural melatonin in his body. Fuck, yeah, just yeah. falls asleep easy. Uh, hey, uh, I really have a good time. It's nice to talk to you, bro. Like, never would I have imagined in my life I get to have a platform. And, you know, I think it's our responsibility to talk to folks and show the world, like, uh, different sides of human beings. Not just Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciate your, your questions and stuff. And, yeah, I, I had a good time for sure. The conversation as well. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk again soon, man. Um, but, but before I let you go, though... Um, Oh, we have a signature question in the show. Um, mm. This name of it, this podcast is called Huge Upside. And mm. if you were to ask me, I don't know the meaning. Okay, because it's something <laughs> that's personal. I mean, it's it's um, it's different for everyone. It's vague enough, and you can have your own. Um, what's your own huge upside, bro? You're gonna have to cut this, <laughs> not cut this, but like, like I'm, I want, I want to answer this question right. Sure. Um, you know what? I think that the huge upside, from my perspective, is the human spirit. I think that like, like people's willpower, and I think that like the the indomitable human spirit is like every single person's huge upside because like, like regardless of, uh, you know, the level of privilege in like people's lives, like people have struggles every single day, you know, like, like people are going, your best friends might be going through things that you don't even know about, you know? 
And I think that the fact that people can persist and adapt and their spirit will live on, I think that is the huge upside of uh, human beings. There you go. I don't need to cut that. <laughs> Served by yours truly, Jay Wolf. Man, you got the, you got new material coming up soon by the end of the month. Like, uh, where can people find this though? Yeah, I just look up Jay Wolf on Spotify and at Virtual Jay Wolf uh, on Instagram. Um, and yeah, Oh No, It's Love is coming out uh, March thirtieth, thirty first, depending on what time zone you're in. Uh, Friday, that Friday. So. Yeah, yeah. Check check me out. I have a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm literally in the beginning. He has 200 <laughs> uh, beats and songs in his art. Yeah, I have like a, a vault of unreleased music that I'm going to start uh, putting yeah. out, starting with this song. So I'm really excited to meet a lot of new people. Oh, man. Um, enjoy the ride, bro. Uh, you're in for the long haul. Uh, seems like you're in a space you're mentally you're in the right space i guess like yeah um i can tell and bro continue success and i really appreciate you uh having to do like this two-hour podcast with me and uh let's do this again oh, soon no yeah it's not having to do i i really i'm i'm, I'm really honored this is like oh, like i said you, my first uh solo oh, podcast. it is yeah yeah first solo interview or whatever so it was a great time i really appreciate oh, thanks, you man. man appreciate that bro and let's do this again sometime soon, you know? Yeah, but I'm, I'm down. Whenever you want to have a conversation, you can hit me up. Let's uh, we can go. Do it. On camera, off camera, whatever you want. There you go. Jay Wolf, everyone, please pre-save. Oh, no, it's love. You can hit up his uh, accounts and social. Or just check it out on Spotify. It's my shirt. I have That's to say, right. bye, everyone. Uh, and I want to thank uh, Jay Wolf for helping the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Bye, folks. Peace out. I'll just end this. Let's have the backstage.